guys. Welcome back to the Rebrand Podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the last episode, and we're here to do another one. We're going to have a fun time this time. I'm here again with my brother, uh, Javier Calderon, and uh, Harrison Cardona. And uh, Harrison, tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today. So we are going to be talking about this topic that, that has not left me alone all night. And in my mind, I was like, why is this coming up? And, and why do we need to hear this? So here, here, here are the words that, I, that I've been sensing. Leave me alone. Okay. You know, and, and, and I know I didn't give you guys a heads up, no, too much heads bro. up, because uh, uh, I know where it was going. Sometimes we have plans and, and sure. we say we, we want to talk about this, but we want to be honest with you guys. We want to be very upfront yes, and we're going to share our lives of what's happening in our in our lives but we live in a society now that a lot of people want to be left alone they don't want to be told what to do yeah. they don't want to they don't want to hang out with other people uh they they they, they don't want to be corrected mm -hmm. uh they they want to be uh just left alone and uh mind my own business and you mind your own business and, and i think that's a challenge uh, from the get-go, I'm, I'm going to go real quick to the Scripture because we, we're going to start there. We, we, we said that one thing we're going to be faithful is the Bible. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to stay in truth, but in the beginning, right from the beginning, it says, uh, The Lord God said, It is not good for men to be alone. I will make a helper corresponding to him. So for me, it, it took me to that uh, Many of us struggle a lot of times because we want to be alone. We, uh, uh, or we want to be with the wrong people, mm. and then we're still alone. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, sometimes just because we're in a crowd doesn't mean that we're not alone. Because we're with the wrong people. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we talked about friendships and what we do and who we are. Uh, and uh, I chose some wrong people to hang out with growing up. Uh, I, I don't know, uh, you know, we can have many episodes or many conversations about this. But if we are not careful, we will always end up alone. Mm. And what does that mean for us as friends, as partners in Christ, as brothers in Christ? What does that mean for us, you know, to tell you the truth, a lot of people don't want to have these conversations. They want to be left alone. Javi, don't tell me what to do, Javi. Leave me alone. All right. Andy, that's your truth, Andy, but not my truth. Right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me be who I want to be today. Mm. You can be whoever you want to be. Or even sometimes I'm upset because you want to be who you want to be and you're not like I want you to be. You know, so, so this topic of loneliness and and want to be alone is not because we desire to be alone 
here's the challenge. I know you got something. <laughs> and, and this is the reason why we do this, because I'm not the only one that's going to speak. But because I didn't prepare you guys for this, because in reality, I want to be sensitive and we want to be honest. This is the conversations right. that we have right. at the coffee shops. Right. And this is the environment that we want to share with the world. This is who Javier and Andy and Herson are. We talk about subjects that could be uncomfortable, not only for us, but the people that we're ministering mm -hmm. to. And uh, most of the time, I tell you, leave me alone, not because I don't want your company, not because I don't want your friendship, not because I I don't need you. Come on, drop it on them. <laughs> I tell you, leave me alone is because I don't want to hear you telling me what I need yes. to do. You know, I don't want to hear truth. And, and th this is what's happening with many youth, many people. We really don't want to hear what's good for us. Can I tell it's not even youth. No, no. It's adults too. Come on. <laughs> but but uh one thing going back and this is all related. I don't want to hear your truth. And to me that's why it's important that the word is part of what we share about, right? Because it's no longer Andy's truth, my truth, your truth. It's God's truth. So if you're gonna fight, you're not gonna fight with me. You're fighting with God's truth. Yeah. And I hey go f go fight with him i have no problem like it's not with me um but absolutely uh by myself i can be messy nobody's gonna tell me to clean up by myself i can wake up at noon no one's gonna yell at me right but when you have someone else in your life someone that you're accountable to now hey should you really wake up at 1 p.m after you stayed up at till 4 a.m. playing video games, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> yo, your house, you, clean up your room. It's a mess, right? Um, and, and that's real life stuff. But going deeper, you know, should you be saying those words? Should you be thinking that way? Um, should you be spending your money on that? Should you be spending your time on that? I, uh, I'm glad my parents did not leave me alone. You know, I'm glad when I wanted to be left alone there, <laughs> it just, it wasn't an option. You know, in my head, it was an option, but <laughs> it never was an option. They were right there. My parents never let me close my door to my room for anything. Like it was always open, literally, but also it was a form of me being transparent. I couldn't hide things. And so this is why they were able to confront me. Um, and no, I, I didn't like it. Um, but I recognize now, man, it's helped me so much. It's changed my life. That confrontation, that accountability that I had to give my parents. This is funny. I, I got married when I was 26. I lived in my parents' house until I got married. And up to the age of 26, I still had a curfew of 11 o'clock. <laughs> like most of my friends, senior year in high school, 18, they didn't really have a curfew. Yeah. Here I am, 26 years old, about to get married, engaged, and I still had an 11 o'clock curfew. Um, but it didn't allow my, me to say to my parents, leave me alone, I'm going to stay out till whenever. It helped me. It, it, it kept me out of a lot of trouble. 
Um, it kept me out of doing a lot of stupid things. Um, so I'm thankful for not being left alone. Um, but now as an adult, I've had that option, right? But because of what I learned as a child, I don't want to be left alone. I, I want people surrounding me. Um, my wife was yelling, not yelling at me. She doesn't really yell at me, but she was correcting me last night on something. Um, actually I was working on podcast stuff and she's like, Hey, have you finished this other thing that you said you needed to do that has priority? I was like, no. She's like, well, all right. Put my laptop away, went and did the other thing I needed to do, right? Um, so I'm thankful for my wife. She, she, she doesn't leave me alone. So my perspective from childhood is a lot different um, in the sense that I was – I was kind of wired to like to be alone, mm. right? So I liked to play by myself as a kid. Were you an only child? I wasn't an only okay. child. I had you know older brother and a younger sister, but um, liked the peace and quiet of aloneness. And then that grew into um, when I was ten years old. Not when I was ten years old, um, my parents got a divorce. But before that, there was a lot of I'll just say there's a lot of volume in the house. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I liked to shut the door mm. and to be alone and to just be in my thoughts. But what I found later on, because that carried over into adolescent years, I found that it led to, you know, when no one's not looking. We might have talked about this last time, too, with integrity. But mm -hmm. when no one was looking and I was alone, getting into things I shouldn't, you know, get into looking at things I shouldn't look at, you know, things like that. And we're going to call those things as they are. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. And so I think fast forward to today, not me individually, but like as a society as a whole, I think that's what we're up against because everything's so accessible. You can do anything in the confines of your own home. Yeah. on your phone I, I told a story to somebody one time about um uh, being addicted to porn and it used to be that you had to go to the local you know porn shop yeah and you had to be embarrassed <laughs> to walk in <laughs> and to make your selection and to walk out and they would give you this black bag so nobody yeah. would know where you've been you know but everybody knew but because everybody of the black knew. bag exactly <laughs> and you know you're kind of like everybody's there for the same thing but you you know you you do the walk of shame out of there uh but now you don't have to do that anymore no. it's all free it's all accessible anybody can get to it. all you have to do is have wi-fi on a phone you know yeah. and that's with video games that's whatever and it and that's the funny thing is um so let me play play devil's advocate here for just a minute because this takes us where we're going what about the community that i find online you know if i'm staying up until 4 a.m in the morning but i'm but i'm playing with these guys online that's mm -hmm. my community it's my online community yeah. so what's the difference that's a different direction, you know, that, that we could go to. And th maybe that opens up, you know, a whole other <laughs> area. But you it know, is part of our. And we talked uh, about culture. this uh, a, a on our, on our uh, other episode. 
just because you're surrounded by a community it doesn't mean is the people you need to be with so just because you are with people doesn't mean you're not alone there has been many people and, and let, let's talk about uh, uh, those that play video games until three or four in the morning. I, I have nothing against that. Uh, I just, you know, don't have time or energy to do that. But Sleep that community precious. should be able to speak into people's lives. But they're not. There is there has been many statistics of people who have that community and commit suicide and are depressed are lonely they're stressed and there's so many physical factors and I'm not a doctor and I'm not going to go there but I know that our body my body needs to rest and then when my body is tired then my mind is weak then many things can go into my mind. So most of this this communities that that young people, adults put themselves in, they're not accountability communities. Uh, I don't think they care for each other. Not really. <laughs> you know. If they really cared there wouldn't be a lot of suicide going on with a lot of kids that play video games. There wouldn't be a lot of depression. You know, we need one another, but we need the right community. We need the right people that are telling us, Javier, you had a priority here. Did you do your priority? There's many priorities in our lives. And if everything is a priority, then nothing is a priority. So it's important for us to understand that if people love us, they will say, so what you doing? Well, I'm in college. Or I got to work at 6 in the morning. So what are you doing awake? See, in the communities that I hang out when I was young, it was clubs. And we would go to the club when we get out of work at 12, 1 a.m. And we wouldn't come home until 5 in the morning. And I had to go work at 7 a.m. And that was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's too much work. You know, that community didn't care for me. I actually had two jobs. Had a job from 7 to 3.30 and from 4.30 to 1 a.m. But by Sunday, I had no money because that community didn't care for me. That community, all they wanted it was my paychecks (laughs) so I can spend it on them. People want to be left alone because they have been they have been with the wrong communities. I believe that when you really find a community 
Man, if it's up to me, I would tell Gus, I would tell you guys, hey, let's do this 24-7. Let's bring our wives, let's bring our children, and let's just be recording and, and just having conversations of life because this is important. Because this is the community I want to hang out with. The community, community that sees me doing wrong and says, hey, you're going to get hurt. Don't go that way. But but people say one that uh, most of the time when I said leave me alone to my parents, to people who corrected me, it was because of that. I think another reason for leave me alone is they've experienced hurt in relationships. So if each time I go in a relationship, I get hurt, then why should I just keep repeating that action when the reward is the same, right? I, I keep going and getting hurt. And that's not just in the world, but in the church. I Oh, so you want to go there? <laughs> man, I didn't. <laughs> that's not even the topic. But, <laughs> Let's get comfortable but, <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> we just went for 45 minutes, an hour and 45. Yeah. Um, but, but people have been hurt in all areas of life, but in the church where you're not supposed to get hurt, where you're supposed to show the love of God, where there's supposed to be forgiveness, grace, and mercy, that's where a lot of people have been hurt and maybe hurt the most. So then now we're talking about relationship in a good way. And they see a Bible right on here. They see the Bible and they're like, Oh, Nope. I've already did that. And I was hurt. I, I don't want to, why, why do I want to do it again? Um, so I think that's another reason for leave me alone when I'm by myself. Nobody hurts me. I can be responsible on my own. I can keep myself accountable on my own. I don't need to be hurt. Yeah, so. Yeah. And, and honestly, just that's not something I've lived. I've lived. Um, and I don't even know why it hasn't happened to me. I think my parents, so, so my parents pastor since I, since I was born. And I think because of how my parents, my parents were hurt by a lot of people. You, you experience it. People, you help invest sacrifice your children's time for them from one day to another they leave and they're talking bad about your parents um and and my parents i think the way my parents process that helped me to not be hurt um, my parents always had a heart of hey what we did was for god we would still do it over again mm -hmm. if we could go back we would still love them and, and so my parents showed modeled forgiveness mercy and grace as this ha happened often during the transcourse of ministry I, and i think that's why i i can't say i've i've been hurt by the church but i know people have have people failed me yes but i think because how i saw my parents model i can say hey i forgive you or i know you're not perfect like one time had some cussed me out you remember Oh, it's been a long time. No, I don't remember. Yeah, no. I slept since then. <laughs> yeah, but but we we've 
we learn to forgive each other, right? Um, so it's not something I've experienced, but I know a lot of people have been hurt by the church, and they they don't want to do they don't want any relationship because of that. So let me ask you a question. So as a pastor's kid, yeah, how did that affect you? Um, moving forward in how you viewed the church, you know, seeing your parents, you know, get hurt and uh, being in that environment. How did that, what did that do to your faith? What, how did that affect you, you know, as their child? Because of my parents' response, I think I was able to see God's love more and more. And so it challenged me and pushed me to model God's love mm. more and more. Um, so as I lead today, I recognize, I know that someone's going to hurt me. Someone's going to fail me. I talked to my team and I told them, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm going to mess up. I mean, there's been situations during service where I'm really frustrated with someone not jumping in. Something as simple as, you know, the pastor's mic wasn't on. And the sound team didn't jump in. And everybody's just like, who's, who's going to do it, right? Right. And I've gotten mad in that moment. Yeah. It wasn't a good reaction. Um, it, it was anger, right? Did you throw batteries at them? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I punched the wall, <laughs> like secretly punched the wall. Like as I was walking up front, and it's a concrete wall, so it was stupid of me. Yeah. But as I'm walking, I remember I just like doom, knocked the wall. Um, and I was mad. Yeah. And then after, and I think they, I know one or two of them saw it. Afterwards, I had to go apologize, right? That, that was a terrible attitude. Like, yes, they needed to go, turn the pastor's mic on. But so I, I tell my team, hey, I'm going to mess up. Um, and I, yeah, transparency, accountability. Yeah. Like, I'm accountable to my team, even though I'm 10, 12 years older than the oldest person on my team. Um, so, so I, I, does that answer? I, I think it yeah. helped me show God's love more. It, yeah, it, yeah, it pushed me. It drove me like, okay, this is the reality, yeah. and this is God's love. Yeah. This is the pure. Let me let me try to walk in this as much as I can. Yeah, well, I I asked that because, um, you know, your parents were modeling God's love to you within within you know, the arena of, of community and you lived in their community, yeah. in their home, yeah. you know, and so it, it all comes back around. Yeah. You know, they could have um, reacted to the hurt totally differently. And that could be it, you know, because we were talking also about we got church hurt. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be the place, you know, where you can come as you are and you can be broken and God will meet you where you are, but it's not usually. Yeah. And, and the biggest thing is, um, so I think, you know, I think that plays into, well, I don't want to be a part of that community then because I, I that's hypocrite, hypocritical because of what we, you know, we can make it, you know, and, I, and when I say we, I'm, us, you know, people as, as believers, it's easy to make it that way. Um, we have to be cleaned up. We have to, you know, that's a different topic, but that's the community that is presented and uh, people on the outside can see that, you know, kind of like you said, I, I see the Bible, no, I've been there, done that. I don't want to go there. And one of the things that is, is, is coming up as, as we're speaking, 
especially because of the main reason why rebrand exists is that we have a perception or of or an idea of how the church should look everyone in the world and, and the church has lost its power and 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 there is a balance uh, I tell people there's a balance between truth and grace but we have become less compassioned in, in the sense that if any of us was perfect we would not need Christ or anything else I wouldn't say the church has lost its power I would say the church has lost its witness yeah you know because you know the bride is the church and, and we are all all the church and when we act or move as the church is supposed to the power is there <clears throat> the power of the gospel you know is just as powerful as it's always been that never changes but i think the witness is what we lose yeah or le let me get let me rephrase that then uh Back in the day, if the church or the administration, not the people, but the church in general, uh, people respected religious people. They might not agree with them, right. but they respected religious people yeah, back in the day. So that's what I meant with the power. People respected yeah, okay. yeah, the church. Me. They respected the church. Now... Uh, the church don't have that weight, yeah. and and sure. and maybe because we have forgotten to love people, mm. and before you leave, before you turn off your phone or your your YouTube, uh, let us explain why we're here. Uh, I've been broken before. I've been hurt before. But here's the, the challenge that, that we have. People hurt us. People, humans, beings. They offended us. They hurt us. They mistreated us. They violated our trust. But I can go back in my mind in, in my heart, in my memory, and I cannot recall a time where God mm. Mm. hurt me. Where God wasn't there for me. But he gets all the blame, doesn't he? <laughs> Come on. He gets all the blame. So, so it, you know, this is why a lot of people want to be left alone. Right. Uh, I hear stories of people saying, look, as long as me and God are good, I don't need the church. Which, that's a good statement. But why? You get there. It's a trap. You get there because you've been hurt. Because someone hurt you. And we talk about this most of our, of our conversations. Online and offline. 
how can we restore people's trust between them and God? And a matter of fact is that we can't. We just got to earn the trust between them and us. Why? Because we're representatives mm. of God. Yes. They, we might be the, the only God that they see in their lifetime representation. Yes. Okay. Not that we're gods. No, okay. No. So this is not, don't, 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 don't. Ambassadors yeah. of Christ. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That they might not step into a church ever in their lives, sure. but they saw the way I loved them. Yes. I might not agree with their lifestyle, but they saw a way I respected them. I might not agree with their ideas, but, but they saw the way I love them as a human being being created by yes. God. And I believe that's when people say, leave me alone. Yes. Because you don't respect me. We might disagree. The three of us, we might have disagreements. That's okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. That doesn't mean that we don't love each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can totally disagree with you. Yeah. And still love you fully. Yeah. I don't have to, and that goes for anybody. I don't have to, you know, back up uh, or um, there's a specific word I'm thinking of, but I lost it. But I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, back you up on everything that, that, you know, you believe in and all the ways that you live. Here, here, here's, here's something you. that came up in, in my mind the other day. Most of the times us as believers uh, think that we have to defend this book. <laughs> yes. Like God needs help defending himself. You know, they, there's even Bibles that is, a, I have one. <laughs> it says the apologetic Bible. You know, how to defend your faith. Uh, to, to tell you the truth, uh, I think we don't, we don't need to defend this book. The book defends on its own. It says preach the gospel, not defend the gospel. You know, so, so why is it important for us to continue having conversations and for our listeners to send us messages questions conversations why is it important that we have conversations about this loneliness because you said it uh in many time many times it's a trap yes. god said it it's not good for us to be alone because mm -hmm. let me tell you something some parents are looking forward to the day their kids graduate, go to college, and out. I'm good. I did my job, and now it's only me and my wife. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what they're thinking about. <laughs> uh, I, I wish I have all my five ki kids and my 14 grandkids living with me. My wife, maybe not. <laughs> but I wish I have them with me. Because... We might drive each other crazy. That's okay. But when, when I go to school or when I go travel for work by myself, that's when I most value my wife mm -hmm. yes. 
my kids, the real people that are around me, when we don't see each other that often, I'm like, hey, Javier, what's up, man? What's going on? But I've been in hotel rooms. And many people would be like, whew, relax, no wife, no kids, no dog. I'm like, man, I feel lonely. I'm like, yes, you always have Christ with you. <laughs> but if he didn't know that community was important, he would only form Adam, and we don't need anyone else. Adam, just hang out with the animals. You be cool. Ride the horses, the lions, you know, hang out with them. You don't need anyone else. <laughs> but it is important that we value right. each other. Because when we are alone, temptation comes. Pornography is just at the door when you open up the phone. You don't even have to. You just... Open Google and you just just open Google and there is there. Just type a P as that I mean, that'll <laughs> suggest. <laughs> no, bro, you don't have to type yeah, anything. The pictures of, of 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 naked women and men yeah, and sure. we that's reality. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, explore page. Yeah, there um, there there is and if you are alone and you don't have accountability, you will fall. If you're a married man. You're already committing sin against your wife mm -hmm. and God. Yeah. And that's something that we I believe most men struggle. Yeah. Most men, you know, I think <laughs> I don't know why we're going here, uh, but I think Holy if Spirit. this is just my <laughs> my, my opinion, if Joseph <laughs> would have stayed five more minutes with Pharaoh's wife, he probably would have fell. She's probably a fine-looking lady. You know, and if he would have stayed hey. five more minutes, contemplated sin, because that's the issue. Okay, I can <laughs> say no when I turn my phone off and I'm, and I'm with people. When I'm by myself, I have to be constantly saying no, constantly saying no. And, and then it goes, oh, yeah, it's just a look. Oh, that's a pretty face. Let me see what she's wearing. Hey. And, and, and and by the time you know it, you're you're going down that hole. That's David, right? Yes. That's the whole thing, man. All he had to do was see it. And then look a little bit longer. <laughs> and it and it leads to action. It leads to thing. some nasty darkness. Oh. Murder. R adultery rape yeah I mean, in a sense you name it you know and you he, and it. here's the thing he wanted to be alone yeah he wasn't supposed to be alone he was supposed to be out with the with the with the army he's the king he has to be in front of the battle was it springtime when the kings go out to war mm -hmm. yeah you know and, and he was chilling at home and we we as community, <laughs> young people and old people, <laughs> young not people, people and old people. Bathsheba. Yeah, man. Yeah, Bathsheba. Yeah. You Bathsheba. Know. 
Uh, this is why they don't they don't they don't design buildings like that with showers that are open <laughs> <Right>. anymore because uh, <laughs> everyone would fall. Hey, oh, but hold on, hold on. Do you think she knew? I mean, you always feel like I mean, someone's watching you. No, no, no. I'm saying, did she like? She was strategic. She knew the king was up there. Just a question. Hey, that that I don't know. know. Here's the thing. Here, here. Well, here's the thing. She knew that that could be a possibility because he probably, you know, he would have been at the highest point of the city of David. Yeah. He's the king. Yeah. He has to overlook his kingdom. So there's a chill. There's a chance. I haven't studied that. I don't know. Maybe she wouldn't. It's still on David. Watch this. I'm not blaming her. It's on David. And and watch this. Yeah. Yeah. We always want to. That woman that you gave me. Yeah. Hey man, that's <laughs> it was bad not she working out. The woman that you <laughs> gave me. <laughs> so no, it was David's fault. Uh, he should have been in war. He yeah. should have been yeah. fighting. Yes. But uh, yeah. it, we can get set up, and the reason we fall is because we we are alone. There's a reason why he says, "I'm going to give you a helper." Right? That's yeah. what he calls her, yeah. a helper. Yeah. It's interesting that he, he he calls the Holy Spirit the helper as well. The same thing. It's interesting, yeah. you know? You know, why? because he's convicting us. Right. He's um, reminding us who he is. He is encouraging us not to do the things we we are tempted to do. He is showing us the way and here's the disagreement that i have with people that say me and god and uh, eh, if you and god are cool and you and god are good then man your life should be reflecting that yeah. in your and relationships with and your relationships with God's bride. So, so I had this conversation with one of my kids, uh, adopted kid, uh, and uh, how can you say you love God, or how can you say you love me, but don't love my wife? How can you love me? Because if I come and say, Andy. I love you, bro, but, but I hate Stacy. Man, that's Stacy. I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang out with her. Stacy, you're gonna be here one of these days, and you're gonna you, you're gonna have to you know be like 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 uh, Javi says. Uh, you you cursed at me, so I'm gonna curse at you back. Uh, no, Stacy, you're just the example. I, I love you, but uh, but don't we do that? We say, hey, I love you, but I don't love this person that you love, this bride, the church that you design. Yes, the church has made a lot of mistakes, and we're going to talk about those mistakes because it's important for us to have those conversations. A lot of mistakes that has been done with the church is because of legalism, is because of tradition, I preached this uh, uh, last Sunday, so it's very fresh. And ritualism. Mm-hmm. 
those are a lot of mistakes that the church do and because of that we hurt people and truth is go ahead go truth ahead. is sacrifice yeah. for all those things yeah. god's truth is sacrifice for all those things and that i, I think that's awful mm. i was just gonna say you know the common thread with all of those is who makes up the church broken people yeah sinful people us we're broken yeah you know so how can it be god's fault if i hurt you you know when you go to my church yeah it has nothing to do with god it's me <laughs> yeah you know it's my problem it's my issue we mess things up yeah. you know whatever yeah. we touch we mess it up yeah and, and this is why uh, uh when i you know when I think about what has called, what has God called us to do, uh, at least the five of us, I'm going to count uh, Luis here, yes. you know. Shout out to Gus. Gus and Luis Didn't and sound Andy, uh, Javi and I, and our wives, all of our wives. So it's 10 of us. What we really do and we, what we hope to do all the time as we share our stories that you may find that Christ is the only hope for the world. Yep. And we as human beings, we're going to hurt each other. But if we find Christ and he's in the center of our relationships, then we will not be alone. We should not want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be let alone. Because if I'm by myself, I will mess up. I need people that love me and care for me so I don't mess up. Because my own flesh, my own desire says, go and mess up. That's what my desires are. We, so as we wrap up this session, as we wrap up uh, this, this episode here, I want to leave you with this, that we will mess up, but... If we find the right community, we should not want to be alone. Mm -hmm. Have a great day. Have a blessed day. And uh, hope to see you soon. And hope that you connect, that you, you uh, see us and come back again. Any, any last words? I enjoyed this. This was fun. It was oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Was good awesome. Well, thank you. Until the next one. Peace, everybody. All right.